0: Hello. Hello. I almost said good day again. That's what I did the last time. Good
1: day, sir. I said good day.
0: I love that 70s show. I wish it would have stayed on forever. Fez was the
1: greatest. I said good day. Well, you know, the 70s only lasted 10 years, so the show couldn't be on forever. Yeah,
0: but it was really good. It was good. Uh, So what's new?
1: You're not going to say so today. That's what's new. Yeah, I'm probably going to say so. That's okay. It bothers you way more than it bothers me.
0: (laughs) And we have three listeners or whatever, so.
1: There's at least six. (laughs) (laughs) We have so much going on. Mm -hmm. If you guys haven't figured out where we're going yet, by the time you hear this, it'll be too late. We're already there. Already there. Already there. But we have a short week. We got stuff to do. We have things to plan. And just like every other adventure we go on, I'm not ready.
0: Not ready either. But next week's show, I have no idea what it's going to be. It's going to be another hybrid from the lessons that I learned going to get the COVID shot (laughs) and (laughs) recording. And uh, it'll be something. That's what I can say.
1: I hope. That we will have material for quite a while because this will be a sensory overload. I feel
0: yes. So I have my GoPro; it's all good to go. I don't know how to use it, but I got extra batteries. I guess the batteries only last like an hour, so I have three batteries, and we got to keep charging them. I don't know. Uh, I have my phone, and we have more than a thousand followers on TikTok now, so I can go live.
1: I'm working on a special outfit <laughs> that we will debut for this event.
0: yes, uh and we can do Facebook lives too, okay, yeah, so watch out with your eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> on Friday and Saturday. Well you you won't even know because this will be airing after that, so that's right. <laughs>
1: So, how about this? Did you see what we did? (laughs) Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Could you believe it? I believe. I believe. We were going to have a great time. (laughs) And if my outfit turns out the way I want it to, I will be a 10 in a 90 degree environment. (laughs) I will be a 10 and
0: dead. Yeah. What was it in Louisville when I almost died? It was hotter than that. It was. Close to 100. Yeah,
1: it was pretty close to 100 that weekend.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And dry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping for dry because I have a feeling my outfit will keep me nice and toasty. Yeah. For sure. We need to bring a lot of water. Lots of water.
0: And not that crappy water that I gave you that's in your truck.
1: (laughs) I drank all that. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, Rose is way more fancy than I am. Water is water, as long as it doesn't, you know.
0: There, there was some weird taste in that water, though. I swear I didn't poison it. You're obviously still alive. But.
1: I'm still alive. <laughs> Any brain damage that has occurred was probably there already.
0: <laughs> oh, so a wow! <laughs> I have a mishmash of weird stuff. So do you want to hear the happy of happiest? Or do you want to hear the bizarre first? Or yeah, that's it. Happy or bizarre first?
1: Let's go with happy.
0: Okay. Last Wednesday, two Wednesdays ago, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, (laughs) (laughs) not a year from now, uh, the UK passed legislation That recognizes that animals are sentient beings and protected. Not just property anymore.
1: How does that differ from, like, the U.S. laws? I mean, I know animals are protected, but I don't know...
0: Kind of the same. Sort of. Uh, The U.S. laws, it's still property. Like, when you own an animal, it's still property. They don't have... Sentient just means they have their own consciousness, but they're their own sovereign thing in the UK. But in the United States, it's property.
1: Okay, so we still have animals as property, but we cannot abuse our property, where over there it's more like a four-legged person? Close, but
0: not quite. They don't have that much rights that they can vote or anything like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like they'd be citizens. They were born there.
0: But um, pets and uh, farm animals are protected. They are just now passing
1: the laws banning ivory and shark fin trades. Oh, my God. I can't believe that hasn't been outlawed Mm -hmm. forever ago. I thought that was an international thing with the ivory trade. Apparently not.
0: But it's also banning live imports and trophy hunting imports. So, like, even if you go to Africa and shoot something, you're not getting your
1: shit sent to your house. Well, that, being Great Britain is an island, that seems odd that you can't import animals. So, whenever they run out, they're not going to re, you know, re-up the gene pool or anything? They're just going to... That's it? Huh. Interesting. Done. Yeah. So... I'm kind of
0: happy about that. Let's uh, let's save some animals. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, it's good on the surface, but that just seems. I mean, not all imports of animals is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some people want a parrot, right? And got it here legally and healthfully and stuff like that. Or I assume. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want a parrot. I just as an example, <laughs> I pulled out of my rear.
0: Yeah. So I hope that the laws in the U.S. you know better protect. And some of it is up to the states. But here in Ohio, we have some not great laws protecting animals. So I don't like the laws here in Ohio.
1: I guess I've not specifically looked into the laws. I just assume people aren't going to be mean to animals. And if they are, I'm going to tell on them. Yeah, well, nothing motorbike.
0: happens. Oh, okay. Nothing happens. So, when I first moved here, we had a neighbor that horribly abused pit bulls and left them outside and never fed them. And so I was the one, like, kind of sliding dishes with long <laughs> sticks so I didn't get bit to oh, them. Yeah. And we called animal control so many times and they didn't do anything. Wow. And just like, I don't know, a decade ago, I was working at an apartment and this family, like, moved out of the apartment and left animals in there and they wouldn't come and pick them up and they wouldn't do anything to the people who left them there. I feel that's animal cruelty because they were in their days without oh yeah. Without any food or water. So uh Ohio just kind of sucks. And I mean, you not that long ago, you know, these uh tigers or wild cats had to be shot because uh this farm was allowed to have these large cats and uh, that sucks so. yeah
1: i think those are i mean that the large cat situation that was an odd kind of an odd situation but mm-hmm. i'm saddened to hear that you couldn't get resolution for your neighbors and the mm-hmm. people that left the pets i just assume that you know animal control is out there doing what they're supposed to do
0: well they are according to ohio law that's the problem
1: Ohio law is just not that strict about it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So all of you, keep an eye on your neighbors and their pets and (laughs) report when you have to and step in when you have to. And if you need to, give us a call. We'll see who we need to to (laughs) contact. Yes. Other
0: animal news. Let's talk about horseshoe crabs.
1: We all know I like horseshoe crabs.
0: They are, have, have been saving lives for generations. Yes. What is that? I don't know. You have some entity behind you.
1: Do you hear it? I do hear it. I don't know what it is. There is something vibrating in the room <laughs> behind me. It is not any of my devices. So weird. I don't know. One of our coworkers, Debbie, mm-hmm. her phone has the cat call whistle. Go. Mm-hmm. And it only does it – well, not only does it, but I I jokingly go, your phone likes me because it does the whistle all the mm-hmm. time when I'm standing by. And she goes, I swear to God, that thing hasn't gone off all day. It only does <laughs> that when you're near me. So I don't know why her phone has a crush on me, but it does. Horseshoe crabs. Horseshoe
0: crabs. They're 450 million years old. They've survived some shit. They have. And they've not changed. It's the same, same, same. Like, they are – steadfast in being who they are. No need to change
1: when you're that strong. Right. I mean, when you found perfection. That's it. Yeah. Like me. Exactly. Uh... (laughs) No evolution needed.
0: They have amazing blood that has saved our lives. Yes. The COVID vaccine uh, was partly with help from them. So their blood is blue. It
1: has copper in it. I knew it was blue, but I didn't know why. Yes. Is the copper what makes it blue?
0: Yes. And when they are injured and they get an infection, the blood clots around the foreign entity and doesn't let it move to infect the
1: rest of the body. So kind of like an oyster with a pearl where yeah. it, encodes, it coats the what gets into mm-hmm. it so it doesn't hurt itself?
0: Yes. Only I don't think they poop pearls, but
1: <laughs> I, I could don't... be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard about crab, <laughs> crab poop pearls, but I mean just in that it in, encapsulates and, and keeps the rest of the body from getting harm. Correct. So long
0: ago be, when uh, injections were first being studied... There were many, many failures because when you get injection, there's endotoxins either from the crap that's on your skin because it wasn't properly cleaned off or a substance, a toxin that's in the injection itself. The blood is harvested once these horseshoe crabs come to surface once a year after being buried in the mud, happily, safely. (laughs) They're all collected by these... um, pharmaceutical companies, and taken into a lab, and some of their blood is drawn, and then they're set free. But 15% of them die in this, which is a bummer.
1: What do they do with the ones that perish, did it say?
0: it? Well, some of them just die days later, um, and they try not to inject too much blood, but some of them are just weak, and especially if they're pregnant, maybe they don't know that they're pregnant, yeah. then they don't have or not pregnant, but about to lay eggs. Mm -hmm. So then they don't have the energy and die because, yeah. But the blood is then taken, and then the injection is tested in that blood, and if it turns gel-like, then there is an endotoxin in there, and then things are revamped so that there's not an endotoxin in the formula anymore.
1: Is it that a more efficient way to find an endotoxin opposed to just yes. testing for it? Then, mm-hmm. I would imagine you have to know specifically what you're looking for, right? Okay, gotcha. and
0: it could be a myriad of things.
1: That's true. That was a good word. Your myriad. A myriad. <laughs> <laughs> I a really, plethora.
0: I'm really interested though because way back in the day. Barbers did bloodletting and like just cut you for all kinds of different diseases and the bloodletting supposedly cured all of that. So why wasn't there endotoxins in those if it was a skin sort of thing, if you had shit on your skin? Because that's going to go in your blood too, just like an injection.
1: I believe a lot of the times they would use things like leeches <laughs> and maybe they had leeches have their own kind of natural antibacterial thing or something. Although I think a lot of the bloodletting just killed you because they let out too much blood so (laughs) it didn't matter how sick you were because you were already dead from blood loss. (laughs) It's very
0: interesting this uh, history of medical care that we have.
1: (laughs) How interesting that you found something on horseshoe crabs just weeks Mm -hmm. after us finding our horseshoe crab. On the side of the road.
0: I am so sorry because you are a pearl and you were shit out of a horseshoe crab.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, technically, I entered the crab from that area. I came out the side of the shell. There are pictures on Facebook if you need to know what we're talking about. Our horseshoe crab was a girl. I verified it.
0: Yes. (laughs) My goodness. Okay.
1: One more, just yet another trip where I climbed inside of something. (laughs) For someone who doesn't like cats, I sure climb into boxes and things a lot. You do. I don't know why. I end up inside stuff. If I can fit in it. Speaking of, I was researching places for us to check out. Okay. And there is a Facebook group that uh, we follow that has strange and hidden things in our state. Sometimes they tell you where things are. Sometimes they don't. Well, there is this one picture and I've actually seen it before. I don't know where it's from, but I've seen this area before. It's a small hole in a wall, like a cutout in a wall. And people have, you know, done graffiti and stuff that's like, enter here. And people are asking, would you go in that? And I'm thinking with a flashlight and, you know, put a stick in there first to just make sure something doesn't come and chop my head off as I stick my head in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Put the hair up in a bun so I don't have a whole bunch of spiders
0: in there. Let's go. Speaking of coming out of things, I have not been in Columbus my whole life, but I do know that throughout the city, there are these stairways that go down like a subway. Yes. And I, as far as I know, there's nothing down there, like nothing has ever built. Last week when I was going to work, Mm-hmm. A man was coming up those stairs and he was dressed in a
1: suit. And I'm like, where are you coming from, sir? So I know there, <laughs> is, there is at least one for sure on High Street in Columbus mm-hmm. that it takes you to the school on the other side. It is just a tunnel to get under traffic so the kids don't get hit by, hit by traffic.
0: Mm, is that in Clintonville?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay, that must have been it because I'm like, what is this? Yes. So I've <laughs> never been down them um but that was actually on the website as well and um or that facebook page and people were talking about it and people who actually went to that school back in the day were like oh yeah during you know eight o'clock to nine o'clock or whatever they unlock it and so you don't have to have a cross guard crossing walk person Mm. out there to get the kids across the busy intersection so they built that so you can just go down and under
0: I've never seen a kid going through there. And I drive there every morning about that time. Mm-hmm. And I've never, like, leaving, I've never seen a pack of kids coming out. So I, when I saw this man in a suit, like, a homeless person, I would, like, oh, he was just sleeping down there. Okay. <laughs> but this guy in the suit, I'm like, he, like, he's one of those guys from that um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie wasn't <laughs> that he.
1: I don't know what movie you're referring to. Mm.
0: He had agents and he like, he was going back in time and everything like, and there was this agent after him because he was, he was changing time. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Catch, catch me? No, I don't know. Anyway. I I have not seen the movie. Okay. I am not a Leonardo DiCaprio fan. My daughter. No, no hope, but whatever. So I will not, you know, some people will go watch a movie because, oh my gosh, so-and-so is in it. Um, I am not that way for most. Well, I am that way for some movies. Um, William H. Macy and John Malkovich get me a lot. Um, I love those two. I like quirky dudes. Um, but Leo is not one of them.
0: I'm kind of opposite. Like, if um, Tom Cruise is in a movie, absolutely won't see it. <laughs> Don't care
1: what it is. No, I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. You're never going to top him sliding in his socks and undies in... Risky business, so (laughs) it's right there. (laughs) And not because of how he was dressed, just that was a good movie. That was a good movie. But yeah, if I don't know, he's just a weird
0: dude now. Can't, can't deal. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Let's talk about Chernobyl. Sure, why not? (laughs) So, as we're planning this trip, and moonshine may be involved, whatever.
1: (laughs) Um, I I have a moonshine stop on our itinerary already. <laughs> moonshine is involved.
0: Yes. <laughs> Chernobyl, the some dudes a couple several years ago went and got rye that was growing on the land, and distilled it to make some nice rye beverage, and found that this distilling process removed all of the
1: radiation. Now I'm wondering. How did, like, did they go to Chernobyl in the whole hazmat suit? Did they just stroll in in some jeans and, you know, the rye is now safe because they distilled it. But what about your blood, dude? You were just at Chernobyl.
0: That was not answered on this website. Okay, sorry. Okay. (laughs) In 2019, they began picking some apples from the apple trees kind of growing right on the line, like right on the dangerous and not dangerous. So they started distil- distilling it to make a yummy beverage uh, that is called atomic. Of Clever. Course. <laughs> so it just got done. They had 1500 bottles they were ready to sell and the Russian secret service seized it. Bastards. <laughs> said you cannot have it so of course their attorneys was are trying to fight this and at first the story from the secret service was is you don't have the correct stamp and that has to do with the licensing or whatever the russian rules are to make sure that the russian government gets their cut
1: of the alcohol like the tax stamps and stuff that yeah we use here mm-hmm. think, okay gotcha
0: so the dudes at Atomic said absolutely we paid for it the stamps on the bottle that's not it and the Russians secret services we're not telling you anything else
1: and so that's going to go to court so, so atomic what, so what you're telling me is that if we get invited to any of the soirees over at Putin's palace we may have some atomic chernobyl apple drink <laughs> right
0: also happening at Chernobyl
1: is it is currently smoldering. (laughs) Did the people there picking the apples discover that? No. Okay. So apparently it's
0: been happening for a while, but now it's sort of getting a little bit critical (laughs) and people are worried. There is a dome of protection around it. It's a cement dome that was put Over, like, this basement area where all of the remnants and rubble is where the collapse happened. Okay. It's cracking and crumbling. If it blows, it's just going to be more rubble. They don't think it's going to be quite as bad. And, of course, there's nobody there except the apple pickers. Well,
1: I'm a little concerned that the dome of protection that they put on is already crumbling. Like, who the fuck was in charge of this? Well,
0: listen... You're hired as a contractor to go to a radioactive place and put a dome on it. Are you going to, like, stand there and go, oh, there's a crack. I really need to redo this cement here in the space. Are you going to put it, like, are you going to just do it and get the fuck out of there?
1: Well, they've been testing that place. I see people with Geiger counters and, you know, Hazmat suits and all that going in there, radioactive, you know, anti-radiation suits, and so people are already there. But those are stuff.
0: probably scientists that know what they're doing. There's a whole different subset of people that's going to do contractor concrete work.
1: Okay, that's true. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to get my newest Swedish fish. He's an <laughs> underwater <laughs> welder. Maybe he can go over and. You know, weld something when he's done fixing the pipelines in Mm. Alaska. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I just seem like, just dump some more concrete (laughs) on top. Take a couple buckets and just dump some concrete (laughs) on there. Like, thicken that shit up. Will water help? Like, do you just pour
0: a bunch of water? Like, I don't know what will help, but... Well, it's in water now, isn't it? I don't think so. I, I mean, it's just the remnants of this radioactive material... Like now, grouping back together in this very dangerous way, and there's rubble and you know concrete and office chairs and all kinds of shit in there from the explosion. Okay, but if there's a dome, how do
1: they know it's getting worse under the dome? I'm confused. From the people with the Geiger counters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they should stop showing up with Geiger counters and just <laughs> show up <with> more concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not running? So? seal. Oh, that that boat stuff. Yeah, you where can you, make a boat. Yeah, where you seal the, yeah. Just get one of those airplanes, like the fire suppression <laughs> helicopters where they go and they suck the water out of the ocean and then like dump it on the wildfires. Mm-hmm. Take Send one of those over there full of flex seal. And boom. Good idea. Per- oh, I know. Expandable foam over
0: it and then put the dome on it. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know. Do you leave <laughs> the dome after you put the flex seal on?
0: Just to be, you know, it's already there in the right shape, so why not?
1: I'm sure an extra layer of protection won't hurt anything. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. I have a ble- brief snippet, snippet on Chernobyl. Okay. There is one, so there is a strand of the medicine called Chernobyl. It is the only one that I have found that I do not like and makes me sick and will turn down every time. Oh. Not that, I, not that I've been offered it more than very often, but... So there is a strain of of marijuana called Chernobyl, and I do not like it. So it makes you erupt. <laughs> it just didn't taste... No, I just didn't like it. Okay. It did weird things to my tummy. I've never had marijuana do anything mm. weird to my stomach, and that one did. Okay. It was weird. Have you ever smoked cigarettes? Like, ever...
0: I I smoked a cigarette or two in high school, and I coughed every time, and it was really horrible.
1: Did it do anything weird to your stomach? No. Okay. I haven't smoked cigarettes in, mm-hmm. pushing like, 25 years now. But if you don't smoke in a while, and then you pick one up, like, it does this, like, in your stomach. Mm. Well, that's what this would do. Mm. But, you know, Chernobyl doesn't sound good anyway, so I was just like, okay, <laughs> note to self, don't get that strain again. Good to know. So I always ask, like, what's it called? I don't really care other than, is it Chernobyl? Hmm. That's all I got on that. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So I did read that
0: Ohio added three more ailments to the medical marijuana law. And it was all like migraines, uh, arthritis, and um, I don't know, some other long-term injury or pain problem. Gotcha. Gotcha and i'm just like why weren't they in there to begin with Those seems like no brainers
1: <laughs> i don't know probably because with anything let's just get it approved and passed and then we'll add some more stuff later as need be that's hmm. probably it i don't know i would imagine some things are hard to prove like a migraine you have to it's harder than you know things that you can actually test for i would think
0: hmm. i don't think getting a mer- medical marijuana card is that tough
1: <laughs> so Probably not, but I don't I don't ever plan to get one. So. Yeah,
0: I don't know. But interesting.
1: I'll get my uh, backyard medicine. <laughs> it's not from my backyard. Don't send the police. There's none in my backyard. Just strawberries.
0: Are they yummy strawberries or volunteer strawberries?
1: Well, I planted them last year, mm-hmm. and so they're coming back ah. this year. We'll see how many strawberries we actually get. They are yummy, mm-hmm. but the squirrels usually get them first. Darn it. I know. I need to build something over it. But I just have a problem spending all this money to keep the squirrels out of my strawberries in my backyard. When, like, okay, I can spend $50 keeping them out of my strawberries, or I can just spend $20 a year on strawberries <laughs> at the grocery <laughs> store. Very, very true. However, if I played the lottery in South Carolina, it may not be a problem. Hmm. Actually, it was North Carolina. Okay. I didn't have, I didn't read my own notes. Mm. There's an education lottery in North Carolina and 7998 people picked the correct 3 digits mm. which were 666. Evil bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so a 50 cent ticket gets you $250. I would love a 50 cent ticket. Mm-hmm. Like I would be buying those all day long. Or a dollar ticket you win $500. Okay. But just shy of 8,000 people picked 666. Mm. Hm. Kind of creepy.
0: Here in Ohio, we could win a million dollars
1: because we got our COVID vaccination. I didn't look into the details on that. I was wondering if it's anybody that's been vaccinated or if it was after a certain date.
0: Yeah, anybody. So okay. I did look into it because... What I heard was it, they were going to go from the voter records. And I'm like, well, how is that going to tell you if anybody was vaccinated unless you really don't want anybody to win? And you're like, this voter, come on up to the Price is Right and prove that you've got your vaccination. Oh, you don't. We're so like all Republicans <laughs> <laughs> that are on the uh, voter registration, those are the ones that are going to get picked because those have less chances of winning the lottery, oh, gotcha. you know? So that's kind of a shisty thing. But now from what I saw today is the website is going to be up tomorrow and you need to go in and register. So I will be registering tomorrow because I'm all about a million bucks.
1: Oh, so you still have to go in and... Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I will have to think about it.
0: Why? Just because. Okay.
1: You know I'm funny about that stuff. <laughs> I don't know why, but I
0: yeah you can't keep your name secret that's the other thing like everybody's gonna know that Rose Life what is vaccinated and won a million dollars and I'm totally cool with that,
1: yeah I mean if it's yeah that's true mm-hmm. one of the mega million like lottery drawings, I would definitely want to be quiet because that's lots of money, but a million yeah. isn't i mean a million's a lot of dollars, and they're gonna but, take taxes out of it before you get right, it. but yeah, but yeah, so a million isn't really a million mm-hmm. might be a half a million and you and I are going to blow that. We'll blow that easy.
0: Uh, it is enough for us to quit our jobs
1: <laughs> and
0: invest. <laughs> That's not a lot to, for us to live
1: forever. No,
0: not forever. But I think what? I could. I think I could crypto invest very well. Oh, there we go. Yeah,
1: I shall. And then you can take an extra percentage because I'll have you'll have to do the investing for us because I don't yeah. understand that shit. <laughs> And then, but, then we make NFTs. Oh, stop it. There went, there went the left side of Barbara's brain. Just blew off the side. There her NFTs and her <laughs> cryptocurrency. And I'm doing my best, people, to try to keep up with some of this stuff. But I just don't get it. I don't get spending all this money for something that doesn't really exist so that you can put it in your digital world that nobody sees. I just don't get it. And that people can still steal it. And then there's nothing you can do about it if they steal your not real stuff that was in your not real work.
0: Okay. So I didn't, I wasn't really going to go down the crypto thing today. I was going to someday, when we are very light in content, I have a whole lot of stuff to talk about NFTs to make you go. Ugh. But the hackers that took out the pipeline mm-hmm. were paid in Bitcoin. It's been seized. And I thought the whole point of blockchain. Was so it didn't get seized. What? So there's something funky with the blockchain that I am not down with. Like, I'm glad that it was taken away from these hackers, but that's not supposed to happen.
1: Interesting. Yeah. More to come. More to come. However, that million dollars would be helpful because we really do need to quit our jobs. Yes. Because it's going to kill us. And I have proof. Lay it on me. Okay. According to the World Health Organization, and, (laughs) okay, I'm going to make a left turn real quick, (laughs) then I'm going to get right back to that. So the band, The Who, Mm H-U, they are going to be at Blue Ridge Rock Festival, which we will also be at. Mm -hmm. So come see us in September. I told my son, The Who was just announced, and he was like, (laughs) I didn't realize they were touring. (laughs) that's something about Pete Townsend. And I was like, oh, not that who, the H-U. And he was like, oh, okay. But it was just really funny that the a young, who.
0: A young whippersnapper thought that Pete Townsend was going to be there.
1: <laughs> well, I did say the who. Um, so here is yet another who to confuse everybody yet again. According to the World Health Organization and International Labor Organization, 488 million people around the world work long hours. Mm -hmm. Long hours are defined as 55 hours or more per week. I definitely work long hours. People who work long hours are at a 35% higher risk for a stroke, 17% higher risk of heart disease compared to people who work 35 or 40 hours a week. Not Mm -hmm. even part-time that work like a normal full-time job. But in... 2016, there was a study that focused on long hours, and they estimated that 745,000 people died because of stroke and heart disease due to working excessive hours. Wow. We were, we closed the entire world over COVID. Mm-hmm. Our country went bonkers when we hit a half a million. Here's 745,000 just from working themselves to death. Mm -hmm. in one year. Speaking of COVID, it's making it worse. Mm. So although lots of people lost their jobs and people are working from home, that is not a good thing, the working from home. So now that that's become more normal in a lot of industries it is blurring the lines and the boundaries between home life and work life. So you're working longer just because you're home. You may not be putting in eight straight hours, but now you're kind of half ass in 12 hours a day. And then also places have closed or had to lay people off. And the people that are left at those businesses are now working more and more to try Mm -hmm. to keep the uh, company afloat, which was also us there for a little Mm -hmm. while. So we are working ourselves to death.
0: Yeah, I'm over it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. More shenanigan time.
0: More shenanigan. We gotta win this.
1: Okay. So For
0: the two point one million dollar bounty. Like that's gotta happen.
1: The bounty that I think I know what you're talking about?
0: We talked about it last week. Okay, yeah.
1: That one. Just make it <laughs>
0: yeah, that's happening on the twentieth, right? The uh, Friday. Friday that's happening.
1: That's the millionaire day. Ah. Yeah. So if you haven't figured it out, sometimes words come out and I don't even pay attention to what I say. So <laughs>
0: I only know because I edited the podcast and reheard it yesterday. <laughs> ah.
1: Also the fact that we record this in advance, mm-hmm. one week in advance messes me up because we're talking about things in the future and things in the past and the past is it really the past yet? And the future <laughs> is still the future or present is the future? I don't know.
0: Time is not linear. Everything is
1: now. Okay. Stop <laughs> it. If I say something weird, just chalk it up to Barb's weird. Barb doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) She can't remember what she says. Just all of that. It's all good. I did get some, found out something super exciting today. What's that? We have lots of exciting stuff going on. Mm -hmm. We have lots of shows and festivals and weirdness coming up. But the absolute best news I think I've heard in a long time happened today. Alice Cooper is touring, Mm -hmm. which, you know, I had tickets to his show last year. Mm And um, when it was canceled, they refunded my money. But my absolute favorite, Ace Fraley, will be opening for Alice Cooper.
0: What? I am super <laughs> excited.
1: Super freaking excited. Mm. So as soon as I saw that, I actually looked to see if those tickets were deferred. Because mm-hmm. every concert that allowed me to defer the tickets, I did. Mm-hmm. This one was not one, and they did actually I, refund I, my money. Okay. So three of my festival, three of my shows last year issued refunds. Um, Every other one, I rolled the tickets over. So I have two concerts for 2022 already as well because they got rescheduled again. But yes, I have to figure it out. Tickets go on sale tomorrow, but I am buying tickets to Ace Fraley and Alice Cooper. Nice. Yes.
0: Which reminds me, I got to look at the Carol Burnett thing because she was supposed to be here last year and I wanted to go. And I know that it got rescheduled. So I got to check into that. I
1: love her. I do too. Mm. I don't know. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I got to check that out. Did we have
1: tickets or did that? No, I wanted okay. to
0: get tickets, but when we were going to buy them, then it got changed. Okay. So and I just said so for no damn reason. Speaking right of tickets,
1: <laughs> one of my friends was looking into nine inch nails. Mm-hmm. And they said the cheapest tickets were like $225. Hmm. And we're going to see them at a festival ah! <laughs> that we did not pay that much for each individual ticket.
0: That, were de- that was deferred from last year. That was also so. <laughs> deferred from last year, yes. So technically,
1: I paid nothing this year. Yeah.
0: And so Nine Inch Nails were supposed to be there, and I was really bummed three years ago when it flooded and it canceled in Louisville. And so I'm very excited now. Yay!
1: Yay! So we were already excited for what we had coming, but now it's getting better.
0: I'm not excited about the Louisville Hotel, room, or no, the... Blue Ridge hotel room situation.
1: Yeah. We, we need to win the lottery so that we can afford to <laughs> stay. But months away. Months away. We, after our last um, episode, we had to actually speed everything up last week because we were on a Zoom meeting with some of the people from Blue Ridge mm-hmm. to see what's going on. And they did discuss that, that glamping may be a thing. Mm -hmm. this year and if so we're totally snagging a glamping yurt
0: you know and i was really excited about that but then when i thought about it because you can't leave
1: so we can't do shenanigans in the morning outside of the camping place well that's if your car goes inside the camp area there is an outside parking thing that they said they would have it like an overflow park so you could park outside and so you could okay. leave in the evening. All right. Perfect. I mean, if nothing else, we can... Mm-hmm. First things first. Let's see mm-hmm. if they have the glamping. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, Rose is still going to realize she still has to go to the bathroom in a porta
0: I just need a shower. Like, is there a shower there? Probably. It, it's hot. It is. So nobody wants people smelling for five days
1: without showering. I hang around hippies. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I I know where you're coming from, though. I totally get that. Um, most of these places usually have like a shower house or something like that. I I feel. Mm-hmm. Then I'm good. Well, heck, if that's all it was, we would have been camping by now. No, I'm with the glamping. The oh, air okay. conditioner, like yes, okay, yes, they did. <laughs> My biggest thing is that the thing the yurt. Whatever we're sleeping in is already set up. Because camping, we used to do a bunch of camping back in the day. And it takes an entire vehicle full of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, with your tent and your cot and this and that and the other. It is, And then you're setting up for two hours. Mm-hmm. So if all I have to do is show up and get my, you know, my bag out of the car, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't mind, you know, camping and roughing it and... That kind of stuff. It's just the, the setup and the lack of car space you have left after you mm-hmm. pack your entire house, whole belongings for five days.
0: Yeah. But for Louisville, I got an incredible stroke of luck. I don't know if it was the timing last week that I looked at Airbnb. I just thought, hey, I need to check this out. And I knew that the venue had moved And so as I was looking at Airbnbs, I found one that is three miles away for, like, $400 for the five days. Nice. Incredibly cheap and close. Like, we don't have to drive to Kingdom Come.
1: And it didn't even look like they had, like, a murder hole in there or anything. (laughs) I am confident that as things approach, as September gets closer, more things are going to get worked out there in Virginia and we'll be able to secure something a little yeah. better. I can tell you that every hotel room in that town is booked.
0: Yeah. I'm not letting go of the reservation no. until
1: there's something else yes, happening. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we just, up until the, the day before or whatever, when we, uh-huh. the cancellation is no longer free. <laughs> absolutely. We are going to continue looking. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, if I am confident that something else will shake out and some of our new friends may have a a better idea. If not, we're snuggling and we're selling the other bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. But with this whole COVID stuff, so the mask mandate was, I don't know, it's very confusing here in Ohio. So Last week, the governor said it was going to be like June 3rd. And then the CDC came in later in the day and said, there's no reason to wear a mask if you are vaccinated. And then the next day, the governor said, yeah, the CDC is right. Go ahead and do whatever. I was out this weekend and I could not go into a place without my mask.
1: Like it, I couldn't. When you were out and about, did you notice were people wearing masks around you or? So I went into Old Navy and they didn't
0: have a sign on their door saying that masks were required. And there was a family, uh, mom and dad and like three kids. The dad was not wearing a mask when he walked out, but everyone else was. Okay. In Old Navy, there was a person with an oxygen tank. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, I would have felt bad seeing a person with an oxygen mask and me not wearing a mask. Like, that's, like, a dangerous situation. You shouldn't even be out of your house right now, lady. <laughs> but um, she, of course, didn't have a mask because she had the oxygen thing on. And uh, there was one other, like, teenage girl that didn't have a mask. But everybody else did. Okay. And then I went to Target and I was just like in and out. I, I went in to like get toilet paper and was right back out. So I really didn't pay that much attention. All of the employees had their masks on though. So I feel like if employees still have to do it, like they've been in this for the long haul already. Mm-hmm. Like, is, is it really that big of a deal if I wear it for 15 minutes?
1: Well, and I know... I would rather walk into a store and have my mask on and not need it on mm-hmm. than to even have to entertain anyone's BS that wants to give me a hard time for not wearing it or ask mm-hmm. me questions like I don't even want to go through that. Yeah. You know, I will I will wear a mask. I will be a sheep. I don't care. <laughs> if that's what we're supposed to do, that's what I'm going to do. But until everybody starts now, I do not have a problem not wearing it outside cuz I thought it was dumb forever. Mm-hmm. Wearing them outside. Yeah. I mean, not like in a big group or something, of mm-hmm. course. But, you know, when you're out walking in the park, I thought that was really silly.
0: In the zoo, like they had a mask mandate yes. if you're just walking outside for kids even. And I yes. thought that was ridiculous.
1: Yes. Luckily, both of our grandkids are just under that age <laughs> of six where <laughs> they didn't have to wear them. And every once in a while, I thought, you know, I may get a, you know, people looking at me funny. My granddaughter's, um she's almost six. But she's she's big for her age. And uh, I would have her wear a mask, but when she'd start getting antsy about it and want to take yeah. it off, I'd let her. And luckily, nobody, you know, had a problem with it. And, of course, I wouldn't have a problem with a child mm-hmm. not wearing it either. But some people really are funny about that. Mm-hmm. I, I've started when I'm out touring, um, taking people on tours of our apartments. If we're outside, I take my mask down so that I can talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I move myself away and... Nobody is freaked out yet. So. Baby steps.
0: <laughs> I know there is a current resident that probably would be freaked out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe. But we're outside. So, yeah. you know, you can mm-hmm. take a step back, Ethel. <laughs> Anything else for today? I discovered one other little tidbit that I thought was neat. Have you ever heard about people that donate their hair to like kids with mm-hmm. cancer? Um, locks of love is another one my daughter's done that over the years her hair grows ridiculously fast
0: i I hate her for
1: that it's it's (laughs) i know she has my dna it did not come from me i do not know why her hair grows so ridiculously fast Mm -hmm. but it does like literally it's ridiculous anyhow so she's cut Mm -hmm. her hair off before and i never really thought about you know a time frame For donating the hair. Typically, I already have it lined up to donate Mm -hmm. when we go cut it. So, almost immediately, it is Mm -hmm. then being shipped out. A woman donated braids of hair 60 years after they were cut. What? Yes. So, this woman, her aunt, 60 years ago, had given her braids of her own hair. And at the time... This woman and her aunt had the same hair color. So her thought was, well, as you do your hair, you can use these braids for, like, mm. cool hairstyles. Well, of course, she never used them, but it was her aunt's hair, so she's not going to get rid of it. And then she had a neighbor across the way who passed away. And she watched as the family piled this man's belongings on the curb. Mm. And she thought how sad of all his belongings, literally just going to the to the trash. Mm-hmm. So she started thinking about this hair of her aunt's that she kept all this time, and you know what would her family do with it? So she looked into donating it, and they absolutely took it. Wow, I guess said, it's kind of already dead protein, right? I like, would not have, I just wouldn't have thought of that. You know, mm-hmm. I figured you'd have to keep it, you know, conditioned or mm-hmm. something. But no, even a hundred years later. Hair is still like normal hair.
0: It Probably in way better condition because they didn't have all of these
1: products oh, and I didn't heat think and hair
0: dryers
1: and all of that that damages your hair. That's true. She probably didn't have perms and hair color and yeah. I didn't even think about probably that. probably in really awesome condition. <laughs> yeah, could be. I mean, it showed <laughs> it showed that they were thick braids, you know. So mm-hmm. she definitely had a good amount of hair. But so if you got you know. 100-year-old hair sitting around. Yeah. So hers was only 60, but they had said that, you know, even after 100 years, it would still be good. So, you know. Okay. You got a dead body laying around, cut its hair before you dispose of it.
0: Well, on the morbid side of talking about hair. <laughs> <laughs> a long, long time ago when I worked at the eBay store up the road apiece, Uh, The weirdest thing that ever came in, and I knew nothing about this, but back in the day after somebody died, they would take hair, the family would take hair clippings and make jewelry out of their hair and earrings. And people, like, it sells really awesome on eBay, but it was like, I don't want to touch this.
1: Well, things (laughs) that you do with the dead has kind of evolved after refrigeration and things Mm -hmm. like that. It was common back in the day to take photos of mm-hmm. people in a casket because, you know, they're only going to last a couple of days before they have to go in the ground. And mm-hmm. you, know, you got to take the stagecoach across country and all this stuff. So that was really common. And now it is, you know, try taking yeah. a picture of someone in a casket and see what kind of funny looks you get.
0: I remember in junior high, there was a girl who brought pictures of her dead aunt or whatever. And we thought, like, what are you doing? <laughs> but,
1: yeah, that, that was common, you know, before. Mm-hmm. You had to, you know, be months before news would even spread. So mm-hmm. take pictures of the family and, you know, and then things like that. The hair mm-hmm. was used to make things and little keepsakes and whatnot. I am not freaked out by that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I never expected it, and I never really knew what to expect in that store. It was really fun because I learned new stuff all the time, but I get these earrings, and they definitely looked old, and then when she told me what it was, I was just, like, put them down gently on the
1: counter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I learned
1: from your... Stories of working at the eBay store is if I ever find that Smurf umbrella, I get to retire. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Oh, I do have a cute Smurf story. Evidently, my daughter and granddaughter were watching one of the Smurf movies over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and my daughter said something to my granddaughter about if Smurfs were real. She goes, "We if Smurfs were real, real, we would take them to Grandma's house because she would freak out." she never finds smurfs i know she's bringing them to my house (laughs) that's awesome those two my two granddaughters always crack me up the littlest one who just turned two they had hot chocolate we call hot chocolate coffee at my house because they want to have coffee like grandma Mm. So, they have their own coffee cups, which are their espresso cups, but um, <laughs> because they're smaller. So, they have their own coffee mugs at my house. The oldest one, hers are ceramic, the little ones are plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes she gets to use one of the ceramic ones. But, anyhow, we were having hot chocolate yesterday. And even though they see me drink coffee literally every day, they decided that. My mom needed to come over because Grandma Carol likes coffee. (laughs) So the two-year-old has already put together that great-grandma likes coffee. And as we were having our hot cocoa yesterday, I needed to invite great-grandma over. That's so sweet. It was so sweet. (laughs) So she was already coming over for dinner anyway. And uh, so then they got to have coffee with great-grandma. I thought that was so cute that she put that together. Adorable. They are adorable. So if you don't have any grandkids, get them. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Completely. Wait, don't tell your children this, but the grandkids are way better.
0: 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, they go back home. Yours are a little bit closer. Yes. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Still better. Yes.
1: <laughs> I love them lots, though.
0: Yeah. I don't know. My grandson listens to me like way better than my kids ever did. So I don't know what that's about either.
1: Well, we have mixed, mixed results on that at Grump, <laughs> yeah. but that's okay. That's We're okay. fun at my house. Mm-hmm. We have lots of <laughs> anything else. That is all I can think about right okay. now. Except we need people to call in, so we need to give our phone number again. We do because we have a new phone number. In case you didn't listen last week, we had a little technical difficulty and we have lost our number. Not totally our fault, <laughs> kind of your fault too.
0: 100% your fault, I would like to say. <laughs> 100% your fault for not,
1: not using it. However, we did not read the fine print to realize <laughs> that if we don't use it, we lose it. And we have lost it.
0: And this one, we will not for one year. It's all good. <laughs> so, the number is 614 614-
1: 954 8899 So if you want to call us and tell us about all your awesomeness, you call 614-954-8899.
0: If you want to be a guest and just talk about anything, you don't have to be, have any certain title. If you just want to chit chat with us, we're down.
1: And what number do they call again?
0: 614-954-8899. Like blackjack, 8899. That's a good set right. 8899.
1: Nine. Uh, I'd have to do the math on that. But.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, it's two pair. It's two pair. That's a good hand.
1: But for blackjack.
0: Oh, no, poker. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going to say I'm pretty sure that's going
1: to add up to more than 21. But you know, I didn't have my calculator out or anything. <laughs> yeah, the two nines
0: and one eight would make
1: it go over. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. That's why like, I don't, I don't know about that rose. So if you need gambling tips, not this me. is not the place to call got <laughs> the show to listen to. Me.
0: I can talk to you about Keno, but this, no. No. Adding numbers, no. No, no. We need calculators. <laughs>
1: anyway, if you want to call us and give us crap on our inability to do math, call us at 614-954-8899.
0: Yeah, and if you want to email us. Hello at brightsideofcrazy.com or rose at brightsideofcrazy
1: Or Barbara at brightsideofcrazy
0: And you can pick out what the good news was this week and all of the bright spots. We don't we don't need to tell you. You're you're intelligent enough to figure it out on your own. That's right. <laughs> so we're excited to adventure this week. So we're wrapping it up now. And uh next week you will know. The truth. If you are, I hope that you're on Facebook or TikTok. That's what I can say. Go check it out. (laughs) Bye. Bye.